Welcome back to another in a series of episodes, a special Richard Pyatt Show series called EOS Traction for Your Workplace Goals. We're back with Michelle Millard, a practitioner and implementer of the EOS process. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Richard. Thank you for uh, having me. You know, thanks for being back with us. And, uh, you know, if you've been listening to this series, you've been hearing about some of the more common frustrations that uh, Michelle comes across in her daily routines as an EOS implementer from uh, managers, business owners, uh, even employees who are trying to get the job done, but there's um, some um, distractions or, uh, or frustrations that we deal with. And EOS is meant to help try and control that. And in fact, speaking of control, over the next couple of episodes, we're talking about what has been articulated is a lack of control. People feeling like they don't have control over what they're trying to accomplish. Is that a fair way to put that, Michelle? It is absolutely a fair way to put it. Uh, and, and we talked about it previous episodes is, is the tail wagging the dog. Um, and so right now, owners are feeling that, um, you know, running after shiny objects, where am I going, where are things, some companies right now have grown so much that they are just don't really know which way to turn uh, and what mm. fires to put out. And it's just, it's just really chaotic right now. So organizations struggle with keeping control and we're talking about resources, time, projects, all of that. And so uh, in EOS, the notion is get your core focus in order and zoom in on that. Is that true? That is absolutely true. So core focus is actually one of the eight questions on one of our tools called the Vision Traction Organizer. Uh, and it is second one from the top, uh, just below core values. And the reason why it is that close to it, it, it is what you will filter almost every single decision that you make through your organization, you will filter it through this core focus. And so it is your sweet spot. It is um, what you love to do. So if there's any golfers out there, there's a sweet spot on the club head. Uh, but when all of our entire body comes through at the exact same time and we hit that sweet spot, it goes 200, 300, maybe more uh, yards straight down the fairway. It's not going off into the trees. It's not doing its uh, kind of crazy things that I make it do. Uh, I was going to say, um, I dream about what you're describing. <laughs> yes, but that's it, right? And so how do we get laser focused and how do we hit that sweet spot every single time. And that's what we're talking about. And so then we get the results we want to get. Um, and so if we can hone in on that and, and other um, professionals said that called it. Uh, so Jim Collins calls it the hedgehog concept. Um, Stephen Covey calls it the voice. So if you've heard of those things, that's what we're talking about in the relative relativity of core focus and what it does for your organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you talked about shiny objects, squirrel, you know, all that stuff. Uh, and in doing so, is it pretty common for business owners? They see they have some success in their core focus and they say, hey, what if we do this too? squirrel? Right. And now we're focused in more than one area. Absolutely. Uh, so we've worked with organizations that once we get the core focus talked about, and we'll, we'll talk about how to do that here in a little bit, but how do we get that core focus done? You filter it through there. So many times there's bad decisions that have been made that have taken the company off into a, into a tangent, right? So I don't know, maybe an example is a light manufacturer uh, and all the lighting that they're doing is in commercial space, right? So office spaces. And then somebody, one of their customer comes to them and says, hey, I need a desk and I need it to look like this. Can you make it for me? And the owner or salesperson, whomever says, yes, I definitely can uh, and does it. And now they're into light manufacturing and desk manufacturing where they don't have the 
proper machinery to even make the desks. And so now they're investing money into machinery to make the desks when they didn't have it or what have you. So that's what it it, it deters people from running off and running into shiny objects. Mm-hmm. Do uh, businesses have challenges defining what their core focus is? Yeah, for sure. So um, I'll, I'll share with you, and the, these are ones that most people will hear and know about. Um, so Disney's core focus is to make people happy, right? So, so that's what they're, we, we don't know they're in the entertainment space or the you know adventure space. Uh, Nike is to experience the emotion of competition, winning and co- crushing the competition, Right. So it's it's really what they are at the core. It's that true, true passion of why they love to do what they do. Um, so it, it's really um, making sure that we filter everything through there. So Nike isn't going after um, lighting or what have you. It's all about, you know, competing, winning and crushing the competition. Mm-hmm. And so that's the real key to doing it and defining it uh, through there. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about a very broad based, uh, I, I hesitate to say emotional, but, uh, maybe some kind of feeling we're not even talking about what the product is or, or, um, uh, what the result is necessarily, uh, in a spe- with any sort of specificity, the specificity he tried to say, uh, we're looking at some kind of feeling that, uh, it's an emotional thing. For sure. There are four categories that often this uh, purpose, right? So we're really talking about the purpose. There's two parts of that core focus. The purpose uh, is the first one. And so the person purpose, the, the passion, the cause, right? Whatever that is. So there's four categories. One, it's usually to help to solve something or innovate something, right? So how are we going to solve something or innovate it? Uh, the other one is to help others, right? So Spotify says unlock the potential of human creativity, right? So it's helping others to unlock this creativity. Uh, sometimes it's about building a great company. Um, and the other one is winning, right? So we just talked about Nike's uh, one that says crush competition. So those are usually the four categories that the purpose will lie in uh, as we're trying to get that out of organizations. And, and those that are listening to here that are trying to do that it, is really going to that level and saying, what is our purpose? What is our why? Uh, Simon Sinek uh, hit the right, you know, right out of the park with a book, you know, start with why mm-hmm. read that book, get in there, do it, get your why together, get your purpose done. And that'll help you start to step one of the core focus. And then the other one is the niche, right? So it's the what, um, so it's your superior skills, uh, in your organization, what do you do? Great. So again, the what? So Orville Redenbacher, their what is popcorn, like plain and simple. They're not doing potato chips. They're not doing anything else. They're staying completely focused on popcorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Despite the uh, shiny object that might entice them to do potato chips, they've said no. We're staying here. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And there's times where when we work with organizations, and and this is very healthy. Once the core focus is set. There's times where organizations now look at their business and say, that whole product line doesn't fit anymore. Uh, And it's not ripping off the Band-Aid and and stopping it, right? You have some things that need to be grandfathered in, but it's communicating to the sales team or anybody that out out there that is really selling the organization that this is no longer a product line that we're selling. We will grandfather it in. We'll take care of our customers. We'll wean it out over time. Um, But then we're not selling it. The same thing happens with divisions. There's whole divisions in, in some organizations that have said, we no longer um, want to do that because it doesn't fit our core focus. And, and it's it's helped 
the lack of control. It has really brought everybody back 100% focused on what they're doing. It has brought profitability back, right? So the example we shared with the lighting company, maybe the desk manufacturing side of it was losing money. And so now you're literally taking money from the lighting division to support the, right. the furniture division. And that's not healthy um, just because somebody wants to do it. And so we have a lot of conversations at the leadership level saying, you know, what do we stop doing? What do we start doing and stop doing that is healthy filtering it through this core focus? Yeah. Uh, and um, so as we, we begin to think about what our core focus is, then uh, in part two of this conversation in our next episode, maybe we could sort of entice folks to uh, to think about what's, what steps are next. We really begin to carry this further, don't we? Absolutely. I mean, there's many, many things to do to help the lack of control that you might be feeling as you're listening to this. Uh, there are other things called rocks, um, and it's it's about predicting. Uh, and and so this core focus kind of kind of slowly kind of molds into predicting where you want to be. So if you're all over the place, it's really hard to predict, right? Mm -hmm. So if everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. Uh, and so that is true. And all of us that have been running with a million plates in the air, it, it becomes um, an energy sucker, right? It right. just really does. And so it's really hard to keep all those things juggling. And, and honestly, should we? And that's the question of really, should we, if, if, if we're having a lack of control, let's simplify things. Uh, let's not let this complexity take hold of it. Let's simplify it, core focus, priorities, predicting, uh, and getting really clear on those things. And we'll talk more about that in the next episode, EOS, Traction for Your Workplace Goals. We will focus again on this lack of control discussion in episode five, which is on the way. In the meantime, you can reach out to Michelle. It's very easy. Just look for her website your-sherpa.com, your-sherpa.com. You can get in contact with Michelle. Maybe uh, she sparked a question in your mind. She's happy to answer that. And the email connection is there on the website, your-sherpa.com. Here on EOS, Traction for Your Workplace Goals. We'll be back soon, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.